Hello and welcome to the next episode. And if it all goes to plan, episode 133. I'm having some issues with uploading and bits and pieces. So I'm hoping this will be episode 133. And I'm now on the Ebury Way, you see. So the last one was sat in the car waiting to come along this way. And I'm pleased I came here. And I'm pleased I came to this end because I've now got an answer to a question I asked on, I think it was Jab Jibber Jabber, where I found myself further along the Ebury Way, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get as far as long as where we were the other day, but on this bit, it's it has a little sign, and I was right, it's called Lost Rails, so, reading from a sign here, can you tell I'm reading from a script, by 1850, Britain's first mainline railways had crossed Hertfordshire, once the National Mail Line... Once the national main lines were established, the building of branch lines joining smaller towns to the main line railways began. Between 1843 and 1877, Hertfordshire gained eight branch lines. All are now lost, except Hertford East and St Albans Abbey. So it was a branch line. The single line railway served vital purposes up until the First World War, carrying goods and passengers. However, Competition from road transport and nationalisation led them all led to them all closing to the public by 1964 or 1965. So this is one of those. Then so there's some photographs from looks like the 50s and 60s of some old steam engines. So it's interesting. Look a bit a bit, and also shots at Croxley, because not far from Croxley. This railway was built by Lord Ebury in 1862, and was named the Ebury Way once the line closed. That actually wasn't until 1981. So maybe it closed the public, and then it was used in some other way. Hmm. Interesting. So this particular one was the shortest of Hertfordshire's branch lines. It crosses the rivers Chess, Gade, Colne and the Grand Union Canal. So what I'm looking at over there, the Grand Union Canal. So come on then, Ziggy, let's do a quick walk along here. You've been along here anyway, he ran off. So it's four and a quarter miles to Watford, so maybe one of these days I shall walk all the way to Watford and back. Along the Ebury Way, but not today. We're going to do probably 15, 20 minutes along and then turn around and come back again. Partly because it's getting to that time, it's now going to be around about seven o'clock. Getting back home in time for girls going to school, or rather Freya may have already gone to school by the time I get back. I may even, which, which one am I driving? No, I probably won't see her walking along, because she's walking the other way. And then I'll get back and it'll probably be me taking Connie to school. The usual pattern, always the same. It's a usual pattern. <laughs> hey, getting back into it quickly, we've had months of not them not going to school. So not having to take or pick up. But if there is a pattern, it would simply be me taking and Rachel picking up. Um, that would be my general preference. Um, it is what it is. So we're crossing over. Actually, no, where's the canal? The canal... Actually, maybe that wasn't the canal we walked over. I think that could be like a basin or something like that. I don't think it's the actual canal. I can't even see where the canal is. Little rivers. So we're going to go along this way. I don't think I'll get as far now because last time I didn't go very long very far along at all did I we went across and walked around a football pitch um, so in on the Ebury way named after Lord Ebury so I could do these travel log programs could isn't wouldn't that be a great gig just traveling around the Michael Palin hey eh? how did he get that first one around the world in 80 days 
So what it was called Around the World in 80 Days, that was his first song, wasn't it? And it was Pacific, real, I don't know, north to south, pole to pole. Um, what a gig, eh? Travelling around the world, meeting interesting people, just talking about it. Um, and then, well, anyway, I'm sure it's harder than just that. It's a bit, pretty, bit of graft. That first one was very good. I remember watching that, Around the World in 80 Days. Um... Right, what I want to talk about, I don't know. Let me think about what's happening today. i tell you what's on my mind I do need to get back to do. Because I, I got up early this morning, actually with the intention of doing some emails. <coughs> Not emails, I struggle with emails. In fact, on my bounce back on my email, if you sent me an email, for example, to matthew.smith at books.ac.uk, they may tthew dot smith, you probably get a reply. <laughs> You might get a reply, but what you will get, or you will get a reply, you'll get what's called an out-of-office, a bounce-back. This is nice this way, so either way, you've got, I can't see where the canal has gone from here. Which way will the canal be? Let's go up to the left, maybe, I don't know. I'll look on a map in a moment, but the, you're in between two different lakes. So it's quite nice, you're walking in between, but there's private either side, so there's fences between them. I think there's fishing on both sides. I guess I'll find out in a moment, I'll see a sign in a minute saying who owns it. Round, our, round Macclesfield, I remember it was Prince Albert Fishing Society. Is that a national one? I think here it's a Rickmansworthy type local fishing club. I can see the sign over there. There's a number on a tree, 12, that's obviously Bay 12. Let's see if I can find who owns them. Um, yes, emails, yes, you'll get a bounce back saying, and the first line in it is something like, thank you, for, thank you so much for your email, I find email a challenge, <laughs> it's a recent addition to my, so, you know, if you don't get a response in 48 hours, send it again with urgent, I currently have about 380 unread emails in my inbox, and that would have been something, that would have set me off before it would have never got to that level even if I hadn't responded to emails or at least looked at them but it's some I don't even get a chance to see um, forgive me forgive me father for I have sinned I have not responded to all my emails because in the past that sent me over the edge trying to cover all that stuff it's too much anyway on that account there are two emails no more than two emails there are two sets of emails one email to one one person relating to one thing, and a set of emails to another thing that I'm, I'm kind of... I feel they're both overdue being sent, so that's really what I wanted to be doing first thing this morning, but I didn't. I chose to come out and take Ziggy for a walk, thinking that I'd be out and back and then be able to do stuff, and I'm... Because I've been sat in a car for flipping half an hour, yammering away to you folks, who it's your fault. By the way, at the time of recording this one, total plays on Anchor is 993. As of all the episodes, there's about 100 and, what now, 130 episodes. Um, so just show you that's the total plays, which is good. I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's, it's, you know, it is what it is. I'm more saying it because any time soon, I'm, I imagine that will perhaps go up to a thousand. So that's a marker. So I shall, I shall say when that happens. When I've noticed it's now over a thousand plays. Thank you for anybody who's, li- and I don't. It's not me listening back to them. Because I don't, as a rule, listen back to them at all. Why would I bother? I've heard what I said the first time. Not that I remember. Now I can actually hear 
So as sure as you come further along here now, you must be getting nearer to the M25. Because that's what you can now hear in the distance. The trundling traffic. I still haven't found out who owns either of these two sides where there is... Um, oh, is it? And a train I can hear. In fact, it's a train I can hear that. Yeah, that's a train going, but I can't see where the train line is from here. It must be up amongst those trees. Some kind of... I might have to stop at some point and look at the map on the phone to see just kind of where things are. And there's a sign down there. Is that a... Is that something to do with the fishing? It probably is, but it's too far away for me to see it. I can't get any nearer. So I'm going to go a bit further along and then I'll turn back again. Um... What was I saying about? <laughs> Not that it matters. Oh yes, emails. Um, so there's two sets, even though I'm not quite sure which one to prioritise. One is one email, but it's about... Um, it'll be an email to be sent to... Drafting an email to send to somebody who can then basically edit it as they need to, to then send to a deputy head of a local, local-ish... It's localish to the university. Well, yeah, localish um, grammar school about uh, possible well-being programs, a well-being program or programs we might be able to work with them to a develop and b deliver. So this is really on behalf of the centre for positive psychology, and let's name check the charity. This is in in association with so it's a charity called. Um, so it's a newish charity and it's small. There we go. So on one side it says private fishery. So on both sides it says private fishery, no public access. But a fishery, does that still mean you can be a member of it as opposed to... Or is a fishery where they are effectively stocking fish, as it were? To say, Having said that, I'm stood, I may even melt in a minute. If I walk back in a minute, I may... See, in my mind, fishermen... <laughs> Okay, don't wanna, don't wanna, I don't wanna. What's the word? Um, alienate my huge audience. But there's no. If anybody's who, who likes fishing, but I tend to find fishermen. You don't get many fish, fisherwomen, do you? Fishermen are inherently unfriendly. <laughs> I've said it. Only in the fact that probably because they are quite quiet individual. That's why that's fishing. So I'm seeing a guy walking up towards me, who is in one side of this f private fishery. Um, and I'm able to ask him and saying who owns it, but the uh, reason why I might not is because I just never think f fisher, fishers, fishing men, fishers, fish, what, f fishermen, fishermen, whatever the word would be. I think a fisherman has been um, out on the seas fishing as opposed to sitting and doing a little bit of fishing quiet. But a guy walking up towards who's got all these big. Um, uh, like a trolley thing with all his gear on, about to obviously find his spot. Unless he's been out all night doing nighttime fishing, don't they? Um, but I don't think he'll get near enough for me to say who owns this. And I imagine he might go, mind your own business. If I imagine, Should I ask, excuse me, can I just ask, who is, um, it says it's a private fishery. Who owns it? Is it, a, is it an angling society? Here. Both, yeah, is it both sides? Croxley. Croxley fishing yeah, system. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, Okay. What does that mean? That means you join a syndicate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's both sides, yeah? That one is an exclusive lake. Right. That's, that's the Croxley lake. That's got the big fish in it. 
This one's just opened this season. That's just been stocked with 150 fish. Wow. Uh, press acres. If you buy a ticket, you can get press acres, broad acres, long water, and kingfisher. Oh, wow, okay. So there's, there's, like, there's, four, there's five lakes, but there's four collectively that you can have on your one ticket. Okay. But then if you go for the Croxley ticket, which you, you have to serve sort of five years, three to five years, on the smallest syndicate before you're allowed over there. Okay, but the organisation will be Croxley. Crox, uh, Croxley Fish here, I'll give you the. Um, Croxley all. The website is. Um, it's all up online. So yep. You can, uh, uh, what am I looking for now? Well, if I've even searched, do I? Croxley Fishing or something? It might show me something. Croxley Hall, yeah. Croxley Hall Farm, yeah, Croxley yeah, Hall Fishery. Croxley Hall Fishery. Brilliant. Got it there. Croxley Hall Fishery. Fab, yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you. If you were thinking of joining, you're looking probably at a four or five year wait. Five year wait, well, I think it's four or five months. Well, okay, then, <laughs> fair enough. Then. You know, it's, it's a long, yeah. long waiting list. Unless you, 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 know, you knew someone who yeah. fished here. If you knew someone who fished here, you might. Okay. Okay. But he um, handed it over to uh, two guys that have been here before and uh, run the fishery, and they've they're sort of doing lots of work at the moment. Uh, what with the stock pond and everything else over the back here, and so that one's just open. That's that's got 150 fish plus what was in there. Yeah. So um, there's quite a few. There's pike in there as well, tench in there, bream. Wow, brilliant! I shall have a little look. So it's Croxley Hall, which is up that way, anyway. Is it Croxley Hall? Where? Okay. Fab, he's got through there now. Look, Ziggy, come here. He's got through somehow. <laughs> no, he also's got through. He's yeah, exactly. He's it's a hole up here, Rick. Ziggy, up here. Ziggy, this way. Ziggy. Look, there's the hole there. You've got through. There you go. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. Thank you. So there you go. So sorry if there's a bit there where you probably couldn't hear what he was saying. I shall repeat a bit of it now. If you're sticking with me, you might have thought, oh, why is he not editing this bit out? Because I can't be bothered. Um, so I'm going to go a little bit longer. I'm going to turn around. Morning. Morning. Um, so it proved me wrong, basically, quite clearly. He wasn't at all unfriendly. He was very friendly, quite happy to tell me more than I needed to know. So there you go, Croxley Hall Farm. And they own, seem to be oh, all this lads, a huge amount of land then. So this Ebury Way goes right through it. Either side is private. Seems to be there's five different lakes. Uh, there's one he pointed over that way, which is obviously the main one with the biggest fish in there. Lots of other little lakes here, stocked lakes. Um, and probably was saying there then, so obviously I was sort of, I guess, made out. I was asking out of curiosity because I might want to join. I don't. Um, but uh, there'll be a four to five year wait. So there you go. I wonder how much you pay, but the fishing isn't my thing. I have been fishing once or twice as a child with friends, and there's maybe one or two other. Yeah, they were fun at the time. <laughs> I think because those friends were more into fishing, and or maybe their fathers were. So, Dad, you've never been fishing, have you? We've never been fishing together. 
I don't have any particular desire to. I think if I was going to do that, I'd probably think of doing all the deep sea fishing where you go out on the back of a boat somewhere like in Australia, I imagine, and then you throw it on the boat. That's it. That's what I imagine a bit more. That's a bit more, <laughs> a bit more adrenaline rush rather than the. Although I do absolutely see the value. I think the meditative value in sitting there and just. Having said that, I tell you what we have watched recently was. Um, is it Mortimer and White House gone fishing? So when you get to a certain age in particular, it's like, oh, it's... But I think probably most people who are into fishing have done it since they were a child. So in that particular series, Paul Whitehouse is the um, person who's the keen fisherman. Fisher? Fisherman. And his friend Bob Mortimer is the one who's sort of accompanying him but the context is these are both people of a certain age who've both had heart bypass surgery. Both have to be a bit more heart healthy. And I guess looking at how fishing would help that, well, it's a quiet, a quieter life. How we can slow down. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to walk up this little bridge ahead and then I'll probably turn around about face. Time to head back. Let me just see what this sign is saying. Looks like there could be choices. There's a path going down one way. I am now curious which way the canal is from here. It must be, I'm assuming it's to the right. Because I can't see it to the left. It's to the left, it's quite way to the left. Let's have a little look. Oh, this is the canal. Oh, it's going to cross. There you go, there's my answer. The Ebury Way would cross over the canal, of course. So there's my answer. We're going to walk up to there. So, yes. So we could walk along the canal, which I won't do because. Or will I do? Maybe I will. Uh, it'll be slightly longer doing it that way, but yes, in future, that will take you back to that place. Just trying to think it through in my, in my head. Um, but actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to head just back the way I've just come. So basically, been about a mile, I think, maybe walk there. As long as that, yeah, maybe. About a mile. Um. Yes, yeah, so I think I'll do more walks at some point along the canal and around. There's an idea for a show, isn't there? Walking along the Grand Union Canal. Grand Union. With Chris Eubank. Not Chris Eubank. Um, Bob Carroll G's. Bob Carroll G's. Now, where's Ziggy gone? So I'm now on the bridge over the canal. So that at least answers my question. I'm going to let these people go past. There's one person on a bike, one running next to them. Ziggy! Um... And then we'll head back again. Six, come here, look. Okay. So they're going to head off that, that way. I'm going to head back as well. Let me check on the time. So the time now is 7.25. That'll do for me. So we've been, well, how long are we recording here? Of course, I was stood at the beginning a little bit of a while. It's probably about 15 or 19 minutes. So we'll head back. It'll be about 10 minutes going back, which I think. Don't know if there's a theme here. Is there fishing? Fishing for compliments? No. Fishing for... That could be the idea of a show. Yeah. Fishing for compliments with Max Bygraves. <laughs> he's... I think he's dead, isn't he? So we can't have him. Oh, he's not available. His agent tells us he's dead. He died eight years ago. More than that, probably. Twenty years ago. When did Max Bygraves die? Maybe he's not dead. He is dead. He has to be. Oh, I want to tell you a story. Who's that? Who's not done a Max Bygraves impression for quite a while, have they? I think it was um, Mike Yard, wasn't it? It was a bit of a Max Bygraves impersonator, amongst others. 
Um, I think it probably tells you, you know, what area you're from. Who, who's your impersonator of choice? Who would you go to? Are you a Mike Yarwood kind of era? Who would be pre-Mike Yarwood? I don't know. But Mike Yarwood is a bit my kind of childhood impersonator. Not that he impersonated my childhood. As a child, he would be the one on telly. Um, and this is me. He would take the end of it. He'd end with a song. <laughs> Fairly awful. But, yeah, he would do Max Bygraves, Tommy Cooper. Who else are the biggies? Um, Jimmy Cagney, probably. Who would have been the uh, Prime Minister today? Um, Harold Wilson, he used to, didn't he? He was quite before Harold Wilson. Uh, and then, of course, you might go a bit much to speed. I'm thinking I'm jumping to people like Rory Bremner. Um, and Alistair McGowan. Uh, I think he's probably still going, Alistair McGowan. I think, I think I may have seen Alistair McGowan live before he was famous many, many years ago. Uh, I think at a student's union or something. I can't remember. He was, he was, in his day, he was good. He was good. A good mimic. I can't even think of anything he would do now, but, uh, well, apart from it, he would do, um, how does it feel? How does it feel? And that was, <laughs> that's Alistair McGowan doing Robert Kilroy Silk. Not literally, of course, just impersonating. Uh, and I guess, oh yes, more modern would be Rob Brydon, of course. His typical would be Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> But he wouldn't be described as an impressionist, would he, Rob Brydon? Um, Actor, comedian, panel show host. Would I lie to you, baby? There you go, another little lyric for you. Would I lie to you? So we always feel on that one, the TV show, Would I Lie to You? Could easily have had, Would I lie to you, baby? So who sang that? Who sang Would I Lie to You? Who sings that song? Um, It's possibly more than one version, but... I think I'm thinking of some particular person, or was it even a double act? I can't remember. Um, say double act. Don't you really use the word double act, do you, when it's um, a singing thing? Double act is more of a, a comedic thing, such as Little and Large. Little and Large. I would have normally said, where are they these days? But I happen to know that Eddie Large sadly died last year, I think, through a COVID-related incident. Uh, incident? A COVID-related disease, condition, whatever, which is very sad, um, so said little, not sure what he, whether they were still working anyway, they must be getting on now, aren't they, little, little and large, and what are their real names, because they're not going to be Sid Little and Eddie Large, are they, that would be too much of a coincidence, um, I think even Morecambe and Wise, they're not their real names, I mean, Eric Morecambe was what, Eric Bartholomew, took the name Morecambe after the place he grew up, Morecambe, Ernie Wise, don't know if that's his real name or not, I neither know nor care, <laughs> I do care, of course I care, uh, who else is there, Cannon and Ball, Tommy Cannon and Bobby Ball, uh, saw them live in Blackpool, um, and their closing songs was uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, did you ever know that you're my hero? So who first sang that? Whose song is that one? Wind Beneath My Wings. You are the wind beneath my wings. So saw them live. They were singing that at the end of their show. Um, Blackpool, it would have been Blackpool. Which would it have been? The Winter Gardens? Possibly, or I think it was Winter Gardens. I don't know, I can't remember now. Um, 
turn and look over to my right because the uh, gentleman I was talking to earlier is setting up. Let's just start giving him a wave. So, yes, so he, he proved me wrong, didn't he, in terms of fishermen being unfriendly. There you go. Um, fisherman's friend. Am I now a fisherman's friend? Um, fisherman's unfriendly. Unfriendly fisherman. Friendly fisherman. Now, I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. So this is the downside of this bit, walking a dog. It's mostly more of a cycling way. So there's a guy going past there now. Do you hear that music? So I say a guy, young lad. Got whatever that kind of music that would be called. Grime. Garage. <laughs> Garage. What else is they could call it these days? <sighs> Rap. Hip. It'd be some type. Anyway, he's cycling past. He's off. But the trouble with this here, you can see all the cycle. It's very good for cycling. I mean... Um, because it is, well, we wouldn't call it a bridle way, we don't know if you get horses down here, but bikes, and here a scooter, um, and a air scooter, it's a, it's a, probably an e-scooter, they're kind of interesting, aren't they, nowadays, starting to see those crop up, zip, e-scooters, is that what they are, have we ever seen them recently, I've seen one somewhere, hmm, they seem to be cropping up locally, all these attempts to provide little bits of transport, which uh, it's like the old bicycles, isn't it? Some of those around you pay for. I never, never use any of them. Maybe I should. Scooters are quite curious. I may look at seeing a scooter. Maybe one of these episodes will be on a zip scooter. How about that? Because it is an e-scooter, so he's off. That guy, he's gone. He's out of distance. Uh, so that's the e-scooter. No idea what this episode is going to be called. Um, you obviously do know because you've already clicked on it and go, huh, I now know why it's called, whatever I end up calling it. Is it going to be Fisherman's Friend? It's nice. It's a nice one, isn't it? But um, I don't know about that. It's at the very end. What's that? Someone's glasses case hanging off there. So someone's found that and hung it up on a little branch. So at least we discovered it is Croxley Hall Farm that owns these private fisheries. We know it might take you four or five years if you want to become a member and join, or get a ticket, or whatever it is, join the syndicate for these different lakes. Don't know how much it would cost. That could be a question. How much would it cost anyway? Not that I'm that bothered, because I ain't going to join. Uh, but there we go. So, still heading back. A few minutes, so yeah, quite a few. So now I think it's the cyclist and the jogger who came past before when we turned the other way, and now heading back this way. But uh, yes, it's obviously understandably very popular for cycling back and forth. That's what I would probably do if I was local. You can might be able to hear Canadian geese. Is it Canada geese or Canadian geese? Ca- Canada, Canada, Canada geese. So they're over to the right. Okay, so I'm probably going to be rambling now, aren't I? Quite literally rambling. Um, as I see... Well, that's interesting. What am I seeing there? Oh, I thought I was going to say a huge great animal, but it was actually two dogs kind of overlapping, as it were. Which reminds me of a very funny joke, actually. <laughs> Told to me by... Um, do I end with that one? Uh, I have to, don't I? I have to end with that joke. So that I just so just by seeing those two dogs there, there were two dogs just kind of they were just playing with each other. Two dogs, same owner, the runner going the other way. Black, no, not black, brown, chocolate Labradors. Morning. Hey. 
So they're being, being playful. So Ziggy's saying hello. So two chocolate Labradors. So when I saw from the distance, it looked like quite a large animal because it was kind of two next to each other and I couldn't quite see it. So I thought, oh, that's interesting. Is that like a, a wild animal that's made its way onto the Ebury Way? Um, but no, it was two dogs. So I said two dogs overlapping. Uh, and my concern is by telling the joke now, it will... Um, do I... I think I kind of might be giving away some. So I'm going to pause. I'm not going to tell the joke. Um... I will. I will see if it comes up again another time, because <laughs> then I can tell it without without signalling a punchline. Anyway, anywho, sorry, I'm not going to have that as the. Uh, I'm not going to have that as a story. Um, although it does remind me of another time when um, there was the young Native American boy who. How am I there? Young Native American boy who was, um, it feels like very un-PC now, because he was a young Indian boy, wouldn't we, back in the day. What if I told to me, 30, 40 years ago, would have been... Anyway, Native American boy who's wondering how all the children in the local village, would you say tribe, uh, are named. So, for example, uh, well, he goes, he goes to the, you know, I've got, I've got that part of the story, have I? <laughs> He goes to the uh, sort of local wise man. I guess the would it be a shaman? Would it have just been the lo- the, the the wisest man in the village who's who's credited with the person who would he comes up with the names at, at that day. So basically, as a child born that day, he will devise the name. So the child is very interested in how he comes up with the names. So he says, "Well, son, um, I don't think it's his own son, but anyway, well, child." Um, I tend to name each child of that day. If a child is born that day, I will name the child of that day after the first thing I see in the morning. So if I come out of my TP, would you have a TP? Or is it a wigwam? What's the difference between a TP and a wigwam? Okay, that's a separate one. Um, and I name the child that day for whatever I see first thing in the morning. So for example, if I look out and I look into the sky and I see the sun rising, so it could be rising sun. Or it may well be I look out and I see a great eagle flying above. So it could be great eagle. Or it could be um, I look out and I see the river flowing past. So it could be flowing water, rushing water, something like that. So why do you ask these questions, two dogs fucking? See, that's the joke. Which I, th- I thought was very funny when I was told that by my cousin, John. Many years ago, and maybe because I was so young at the time... I thought it was a little bit rude, and it came out of nowhere, but it made me laugh. So, um, so there you go. (sighs) Right, end end this one now, half an hour, better get back home and face the day. Let's see what today will bring. And on that note, I shall say bye. See you on the next episode of 49 Plus. Bye-bye. Do 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 do.